Okay, we're on. Um, this is week five. And um, again, who, who's here for the f their first time? One, two, three, four. Okay, I always, I always review. Um, so I'll review. So we'll go back to Genesis and we'll work our way to the New Testament. <laughs> we'll skip Samuel since they're doing that one over there. Um, the problem that I'm wanting to address is the idea, uh, the, the topic is spiritual gifts, but it goes way beyond that. And the, it's the idea that w there's 2.4 billion Christians and 30 or 40 different definitions of spiritual gifts that people have, either they kind of believe, they heard about it, and they're like, I, I don't know what to do with that. And somebody asked, they said, am I really a tongues in the body? I mean, is that, is that my function? You know, it's like, this is over in the charismatic world. And I said, absolutely not. You know, it's just like, and so there, there's this, so this whole topic has slipped into kind of a malaise in the church. That, and, and I could, I was going to do this. I may do it. I'm, I'm actually teaching this in Lipscomb three times this week to uh, freshman onboarding, which is going to be really fun. But um, they will all be speaking in tongues at the end of their class, and then I'll get kicked out. But, um, but, but the idea that, that you can have the Pentecostals and the cessationists believing the same things about tongues, except they believe uh, it stopped at the first century, and they believe you got to come out of the water speaking in tongues. And so there, there's these opposite belief systems, and none of them match this criteria. Is, is it biblical? Is it practical? Is it God connecting? And is it transformational? The gifting is supposed to be that in our lives. And for some reason, we're having trouble. And so good for us, the Corinthians were having the same problem. Because um, Paul, uh, in his answer to the Corinthians, so, so they were having these really disorderly church services and people prophesying just rubbish and people speak in tongues and no interpretation and talking it, it was just a, a mess and so Paul says to the Corinthians and to us um, he says look now concerning pneumaticos and that's not spiritual gifts it's the structure of the spirit world or the things of the spirit and in week one I talked about three kinds of people uh, there's Paul talks about spiritual men, mind men, and flesh men. And the word for spiritual man is a pneumaticos man. And so Paul is saying, now, concerning the pneumaticos part of reality, the, the spiritual part of reality, I don't want you to be confused and uninformed. And so he is not talking about spiritual gifts only. He's talking about a spiritual structure in which we live and can connect and when we understand that that structure when we get what that is we realize that that structure is an introduction into your purpose and connection with God it is it is the fast lane to get there it's the on-ramp to get there and when we understand what Paul was offering and then he expounds on it other places in scripture we go oh my gosh why why don't we get this at birth? You know, why don't we have this in life? And so Paul says, and I want you to notice the pattern. Now, and I've, I've done colors here to make it easy. Unless you're colorblind, then sorry. Um, he says, now, 
There is a distinct division of grace gifts, charisma or charismata, but one Holy Spirit. Okay? There is a, an understanding, a definition of grace gifts and one Holy Spirit. There is a understanding of ministries and one Jesus. There is an understanding, a way to interpret, a, a way to explain, a way to live in the energema, where, yeah, the energizing of the Father, but one Father. And then he says, now, and the thing you are all interested about, tongues and prophecy, that thing, there is also a way to understand that. There, there is a way to figure that one out and one Holy Spirit, and he's the one who dishes all that out. So we have Holy Spirit and gifts, Jesus and ministries, the Father and everything that happens in the world, the energizing in the world, and the Holy Spirit with tongues and, and, and these what are called phanerosis, manifestations of the Spirit. And so Paul, basically has laid out the four legs on the table of the spiritual structure in which we're to walk in. And the most important thing to notice about this is that you are not sent to Africa. You are not sent to go walk this out. God says, I'm going to Africa. Do you want to come along? See, it's the father who, let me, let me go a page up here if I can find that. So it, it's it's the Father who's energizing things. He causes what? All things to work together for good to them that love him. Do you love him? And are called according to his purpose. So there's the rub, right? Am I called according to his purpose? Or am I called according to the purpose my dad said I was good at? Or am I called according to the purpose that this personality test or the one job I found and I just stuck, you know, it, it, am I called according to his purpose? Everything will work together for good for sure if I understand or at least want to be called according to his purpose. The good news is that you don't have to be really good at the stuff I'm going to talk about in this class to find your purpose because God wants you to, right? But wouldn't you rather know about it and walk into it than not know about it and stumble into it? And that's, that's what we're trying to do in this class is to alert us this is a thing. Oh, it's like, it's like you, you, you find out exercise is a thing. You know, I got a heart stint put in last week. I found out cholesterol and blockage is a thing. You know, it's like, okay, life is different now. It might be shorter, might be longer, but it's going to be better. You know, and so, so here we are. So Paul lays out this four-part structure. Notice that each of the parts is connected to one member of the Trinity. If you want to discern how to talk to God and the members of the Trinity, then if you're talking about charisma gifts or manifestations, you're going to note the voice of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, the head of the body, hires people for jobs in the body, and he promotes them. If you're faithful in little, you'll be given much. All those parables make sense. So Jesus is the head of the body. If I want to understand my career in life, there's no such thing as secular in God's world. <laughs> Every, everything is God's and, and your, your job at the bank and your, your job, if you're a preacher, they're, they're equally spiritual. 
sometimes a leader in a bank is, is the best pastor someone will ever encounter, right? They'll be the one who sits them down and says, I know you want to talk about money, but I, you know, I've been seeing this in you. Let's, talk, let's go to lunch. See? And so the Father causes those kinds of appointments to happen. The Father is working everywhere all the time, and you look around and you go, that was him. <laughs> it's just like, that is way too much of a coincidence for that just to be a coincidence. You know, and so the father's up there going, got it, right? And so we've got this really, 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 really good dad who loves us and causes these things to work. And then the Holy Spirit spices it up with manifestations of the Spirit. If you've ever been in a, in a fix where you don't know what to do and you're totally stuck, and all of a sudden you know what to do, you should go, thank you, Holy Spirit. I can give that a title. What title should I give it? I'll give it a charismatic title, a word of knowledge. Or I'll just say, I felt like God said. It's the same thing. We just give it different titles. One sounds hyper-spiritual and one sounds maybe not that spiritual. But it's the same Holy Spirit who does it. And it kind of doesn't matter what we call it. What matters is we recognize that God's having mercy on us. He's, he's helping us in a tough spot. Right? And so all of these things, these four things, are the structure in which we live and move and have our being. Okay, so this is still, um, and, and now here's the part where you can close your eyes. And so, <clears throat> so I, I have a chart, because some people like me like charts, because then I can see it all in my head and I go, okay, I got it. So, so things of the Spirit is level one. And Paul has divided those things of the Spirit, pneumaticos. And do you want to close that? The, whoever's closest to that door, maybe close that. We're going to get kid noise. And thank you so much. Yeah, that noise right there. Um, do you want to catch that door too? Thanks. Oh, he, oh he's got it. Well, don't fight. There's plenty of doors. <laughs> um, thank you. Appreciate it, both you guys. Um, and so then Paul breaks them into four things. Now we're going to see later on today that there's another level under this, right? And so Paul... Um, says um, in, in each of these things, he uses this Greek word diairesis, and he says there is a diairesis of charisma gifts, a diairesis of, of ministries, diconium ministries, a diairesis of energizing. See, when I get, when I start getting too much Greek, people are like, glaze. Greek or numbers, you know, it's like numbers and numbness, they're both the same thing here, but um, there's a, there's a diairesis of the Father's working and a diairesis of ministries. And diairesis is a Plato word, which means there is a way to take, take this topic, get it all in one room, put it into boxes, and understand each box for the purpose of understanding and application in life. When the only other time, this used four times right here for this, 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 and this, it's only used one other time in all of Scripture, and that's when the father of the prodigal son and the older brother deirisist his estate between his two sons. So imagine what he did. He took everything he owned, and he started throwing it in two boxes. And then he said, he can't take cows with him. We're going to have to sell some cows, but we've got to have bulls. Okay, and so, so he did this analysis of, of the estate, and then he divided it into two pieces, right? And so Paul is saying there is that sort of analysis for spiritual gifts and for ministries 
and for effects and for manifestations. So we're going to now turn and talk about the first thing, charisma gifts. And when we talk about spiritual gifts, there's all different definitions. I'm not going to ask you to, to define it. But um, <clears throat> so Paul says this, and I just talked about this, so we'll move on. Um, and last week, we did our 